Good morning, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, January 11th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone, and I am here with my good buddy co-hosting, Mr. DJ Sammy Caps. How are you doing tonight, buddy? Good. How you doing, Santino? Doing pretty good. Um, yeah, it's, an, it's a nice night. We're doing this one the night before halftime of the national championship game for college football. Uh, so, yeah, it's a pretty good night so far. I wonder and, who's going to win. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think we'll know by the time this comes out, but it's a close yeah. game right now, guys, so we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll know by the time it comes out, um, but we'll be able to catch the ending to that, which is going to be nice. We have, uh, and on this slate, we have a six-game slate here, so pretty quick, a nice six-game slate. Um, I know that Detroit, I think, is the only team on the on the back end of a back-to-back, so we have that to look forward to. Uh, we won't have an injury report, obviously, for them, but we can let you know who missed uh, Monday's game. Without further ado, man, let's jump right into this. We have the only game tipping off at 7 p.m., uh, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder taking on the Washington Wizards. Again, 7 p.m. tip-off. We have a 218.5 game total, uh, which is tied for... Nope, there's one at 218. So it's just over the lowest uh, game total of the night. But we have the Wizards as 9.5-point home favorites. On the injury report, we have Isaiah Roby, Kenrick Williams, Thomas Bryant, Anthony Gill, Isaiah Todd, Tremont Waters, Cassius Winston, all... Out. All right, man. I'll throw it over to you. What are you looking at on the Thunder side of the ball? Yeah. Um, I'm looking at Dort. He's at 5,200 right now. Uh, since coming back, he has logged almost 30 minutes per game, and he has he has also scored in double digit points and contributed about three or three rebounds and five rebounds in the last two games. Um, I'm also looking at Giddy. Uh, 6,900 right now. Um. And really, since the beginning of this year, 2022, he has logged over 30 minutes and almost 40 minutes a game. So he's around 30, 35 to 40 minutes per game. Um, and he also double-doubled in one game and almost tripled, triple-doubled in one as well. Um, so I look for him to log at least over 30 minutes and try to double-double again in this one. Um, and I know you just mentioned Isaiah Roby is out for this one. If for some reason he happens to play... Um, I was making my notes a couple hours ago and he was questionable. So I put, I actually make sure you check his status. Um, but if he does play, I think he'll be a good value for tonight. Um, he almost double doubled the last two games or two games ago, I should say, uh, with eight points and nine rebounds. And then in the last game, he had 12 points and four rebounds. So if he does play, I look for him to get close to a double double, maybe have a low end one. Uh, but what are you, what are you looking at? Yeah. And they have him out in health and safety protocols. So, uh, we know that things like that change on the daily. Uh, yep. He's getting close to that time, so it's possible. We'll see about that. Uh, yeah, I kind of in this matchup, I kind of like Dort at five two. I think that's a, a solid price tag. Uh, he's been around that that value uh, for a few games now. I don't think the upside is huge, but um, I think he's solid there. I really want to go to Shy at seven six, but uh, he's just been playing very poor lately. So uh, at under 8K, I can keep him in my player pool, but um, he's on the, he's teetering on it where I'm probably not going to have much, if any, exposure to him. Uh, but I really want something to change my mind before before the game starts at that price tag. Um, outside of that, I think Baisley and, and Jeremiah Robinson Earl 
uh, under 4K at 3.8 and 3.7 make decent sense to me. Uh, and Trey Mann at 3.3. Uh, with Kenrick Williams out in health and safety protocols, that opens up a spot in the rotation. And a lot of these guys are playing all over. Uh, but that opens about 20 minutes or so in the rotation for a couple of these guys. And I like that. Uh, Baisley either starts or comes off the bench. He might start in this one since the um, the front court of the <clears throat> Wizards is a slightly bigger. Um, and Robinson Earl's in a solid spot too. I like taking a couple chances on those guys down there, but I'm not super confident in any of them. All right, we'll jump on over to the Wizards side of the ball. Um, very, very good matchup for these guys. We just saw Kyle Kuzma put up a pretty much a career game for him. Uh, 27 points, 22, a whopping 22 rebounds. Uh, it was crazy. I obviously don't expect that again, but in his last five games, he's been phenomenal. Uh, you can even say six. Uh, he has over 40 points 40 in, in every of those last six games, so he's playing fantastic. We just saw Rui come back, uh, but Kyle Kuzma is on another level right now. 8-4 is super expensive, but the matchup is really good. Um, so I can't fault you for going there. I probably won't just because I, I don't. I can't imagine him keeping it up, but um, he's worth a flyer there. Trez Hero is back at 4-7. I've been waiting for him to come back, waiting for him to come back. Finally, he's he should be back for this one. We'll see how much his conditioning is up, if he can play a solid amount of minutes, like 20 or so where, where he's been playing. But 4-7 is a very solid price tag if he can do that. Um and Caldwell Pope at 5-1, I'll be looking at. And that's probably it for here. Uh, how about you, my friend? Yeah, I have KCP as well. Um, <clears throat> and I also have Kuzma. Uh, I agree with you, though. I I think he's a little expensive at 8-4. Um, I believe in Kuz, but I don't believe in him that much. And like you said, I he's not going to have another 20-20. and 20. Um, He might double-double again, but definitely not like he did the last game out. Um, but one guy that I don't think you mentioned was Daniel Gafford. He's at 6,200 right now. Um, and he's been scoring double digit points in his last two games. And he's also averaging almost two blocks a game. Um, and he's also doing this while playing under 30 minutes. So I think if he could reach the 30 minute mark or more, he, he really could do some damage. Um, so that's really the only other guy that I'm looking at on the wizard side of the ball. I like it. And I forgot to mention the Wizards are on the front end of a back-to-back. So we'll see if that changes anything. But next game of the docket we have at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, Phoenix Suns traveling to Toronto to take on the Raptors. On the injury report, we have Justin Jackson, Cam Johnson, Frank Kaminsky, Abdul Nader, Dario Saric, Landry Shamet. Or no, Shamet is probable. Everybody else was out, and so is Ish Wainwright. Uh, Goran Dragic's also out. Gary Trent Jr., Scotty Barnes are questionable. Uh, and as I mentioned, Shimmit is probable. And we have a 225 game total, second highest of the night of the six. And the Suns are three-point road favorites. I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the Suns team? Yeah, uh, I have a couple guys. I have Mikel Bridges. He's at 5,300. Um, I would consider him. I think as long as he gets his minutes, he should give us some value back. Uh, he had one down game, but I think he can string together a couple good games after having 20 points the last time out. Um, and then I'm also looking at Jalen Smith. He's a little bit cheaper at 5,000. Uh, he also did have a down game his last time out, but he was solid before. And I look for him to really get, get back on track and have at least double-digit points 
uh, maybe we're close to 10 rebounds, uh, if not right at the 10 rebounds. So maybe like have a low end double double. Uh, but who else are you looking at? Yeah, I think Bridges is a solid play at 5-3. Um, if Shamit plays, I, I kind of have some interest in him. And Jay Crowder at 3,900. Uh, with Cam Johnson, who's been really solid lately out of the lineup, That's uh, he's been playing a ton of minutes, whether who is, who, regardless of who's in and who's out lately. Uh, and he's getting a lot of shots, a lot of, lot of points to go around, a lot of shots to go around, and a lot of minutes. I think Jay Crowder benefits a lot from that. Michael Bridges will get a few extra minutes. Um, and those two guys are fairly cheap. Crowder's under 4K, and that's a spot that I'll really take a chance on him. Um, and I mentioned Shamit. Uh, Shamet at 3,100. If he's ready to go, uh, there's extra minutes available to him as well without um, Johnson in the lineup. And that's another solid, solid shot I'll take at. Uh, for the expensive guys like Paul, Booker, Aiton, I'm interested in Aiton in the matchup, but uh, he hasn't really blown up since he's come back off the COVID list. I know it was one game, uh, but he missed so much time that I need to see him get a little bit more. I only took five shots in that in that game coming that he came back from. So um, I want to see if he gets a little more custom. If he feels good to go, I don't mind taking a chance on that. And I think we should have reports on uh, his conditioning and how he's feeling heading into the game because this only tips off at 7.30, second one to go. Uh, so I'll be keeping an eye on that before I put him in my lineup. All right, jumping on over to the other side of the ball, we have the Raptors who have been playing really good lately. Siakam and Van Vliet have been awesome. Uh, but they're coming into this one. Gary Trent Jr. missed the last game. Scotty Barnes and him now, are they're both questionable. Uh, that's two starters that are questionable heading into this game against a tough, tough Suns defense. Um, I probably won't be going to Siakam and Van Vliet at their respective price tags in this particular matchup, even though both have been playing fantastic. Uh, the Suns just drain some people. With that said, if there's no Barnes or Trent Jr., that does that opens up a lot of playmaking. Scotty Barnes is, is one of the bigger and main facilitators on the offense. Uh, but I'm looking at OG at 6'3". I think that's just a solid price tag there. Um, and then if Barnes and Trent don't play, there's some opportunities in the starting lineup. Maybe Boucher gets a start. We saw Ken Birch get the start in the last one, but Precious and Boucher both outperformed him. Um, if Precious starts at 3,800, I really like that. We might see Svee get the start also at 3,700. Uh, so there's a lot of options here. Wontanabe is back here as well. Uh, for this game at 5K. Uh, there's a lot of guys under that 5K range that could draw the start, depending on Barnes and Trent, um, that I'll be keeping an eye on. If Trent and Barnes both play or just one of them play, then I won't have as much exposure to all the ancillary pieces there. I would like OG still, uh, but I'll probably lean away from everybody else. How about you, man? Yeah, I pretty much had the same thing. I had OG uh, playing at 6'3". Like you said, it's a solid price tag. And then, <clears throat> obviously, we're going to check uh, Trent Jr. I mean, if he does play, I think he'd be definitely a great value at 5-3. Uh, he was scoring 20 or more points in two out of the last three games. So, if he does play, I would definitely try to get him in. All right. I like it. Uh, and then we'll jump on over to the next game, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have three games at 8 p.m. Uh, but we have the Detroit Pistons, the only team on the back end of a back-to-back, against the Chicago Bulls. On the front end of a back-to-back here, um, on the injury report, or I'll say the, uh, the spread first, we have a 221 game total, which is the uh, third highest of the night, and the Bulls are a whopping 13.5 point home uh, home favorite. Though the 
Pistons just beat the Jazz. I know the Jazz are a little shorthanded, but that's besides the point. Um, on the injury report, we have Alex Caruso, Tyler Cook, Javante Green, Mac McClung, and Patrick Williams all out on Detroit. We know Jerry, uh, Jeremy Grant is out. Kelly Olynyk's out. Frank Jackson's out. Uh, Bull Bull might not be ready for his debut on the team. Um, and that was it for Monday's game. But I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on the Detroit side of the ball? Yeah. It's it's tough because it's, in my opinion, all value, but they're all expensive value plays. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Sadiq Bay, like I said, expensive. He's at 7,500. Uh, he's been consistent with the exception of his game against Memphis, uh, but he's been close to a double-double if not having one. Um, and I look for him to play hard against my Bulls and be close at least to another double-double. Um, and then I'm looking at Cade Cunningham as well. Again, expensive. He's at 7,800. He scored in double digits and close to 20 points in the last four games. And he also played over 30 minutes in three out of the four. Um, So I think if you should get, if he's, I can't talk, I'm sorry. (laughs) If he should get 30 or more minutes in this one, I look for him to have at least maybe 15 points, uh, like 15 to 18 range. And then uh, I'm looking at Diallo. Uh, Again, expensive still. He's at 7,200. Um, but he scored in double digits in 13 out of the 14 games. Uh, so I think if the Pistons want to want to beat my Bulls or at least be close, because uh, they're pretty tough now, um, he's going to have to make a double digit game and make it 14 out of the last 15 where he scored uh, double points or double digit points. Um, but I think if you're trying to go elsewhere, uh, he's or like if you're trying to save is what I'm trying to say. I'm sorry. If you're trying to save for other guys. I think Diallo should definitely be in your lineup. Um, but if you don't really care about saving and want to try to get one of the more expensive guys, I would just overlook Diallo. Uh, but what, what about you? Who are you thinking? Yeah, no, I think we have to, we'll have to see what happens on the injury report. I know uh, Killian Hayes actually left the game tonight, so I don't know if we'll be added to it tomorrow or if anybody else is just going to rest because it's the back end of a back-to-back. Uh, but that'll change some things. That means Kate, I would be more inclined to play Cunningham at 7-8 um, if there's more ball handling and facilitating responsibilities because a lot of times Killian Hayes really doesn't do much besides that type of thing. Um, I would like him there. If not, if, if Hayes does play, I would lean more towards Bay out of those two options. Um, he's just been playing really great, like you mentioned, outside of one game. I do have interest in Trey Lyles at 4,900. He's kind of taken that starting, not starting center spot, but he's trying to, he's taken the lion's share of minutes away from Isaiah Stewart. Um, Isaiah Stewart missed a lot of, a lot of games, missed like uh, about two weeks there, a little over two weeks, came back for two games, but he's played 20 minutes on the dot, uh, the two previous games before tonight. And then I think he only played again on 19 minutes tonight um, or 22 minutes. But uh, Trey Lyles has been playing more minutes than him for three straight games. You can see it reflected in their price tags. And at under 5K, he's been really solid. I don't know if the, the 13 rebound game is going to happen again, but he's scoring in the mid-teens uh, and, and grabbing rebounds, getting assists, pitching in some stocks there, here and there, hitting a couple threes. Uh, that's pretty solid value for me. Uh, so I like looking at Trey Lyles' way. And then Corey Joseph, I don't mind looking at his way either, knowing Frank Jackson's out, um, knowing that there's a potential that Killian Hayes is out. Uh, Saban Lee is kind of in the rotation sometimes and then not. Uh, so we'll see who actually draws the start out of those two at point guard if Hayes is out. 
Um, and I don't mind going to either of them, whoever gets that start. I think that'll be solid value there as well. Uh, so I think there's some some people to look at here, but I'm waiting on Killian Hayes to to do that. And outside of him, I don't mind Lyles uh, and Bay. But the other three guards in the rotation, I'm waiting on uh, Hayes' status. All right, jumping on over to the Bulls side. And they are a huge favorite in this game, 13 and a half points. They are home. Um, and there's a lot to like with these guys. I'm not going to go at Levine. He hasn't really hit his value much, uh, so I don't think we can go there. Vucevic is going to be in a great matchup at 9K. Uh, him and DeRozan, I think, are real solid options here that I'm looking at. I'm more so Vuce. And Kobe White is still pretty pri- priced pretty lowly for uh, the way he's been playing at 5-6. He's just been on fire, getting a lot of minutes. Uh, I think that's a solid value, even if he doesn't crush it i think he'll hit value there and 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 easily as long as alex crusoe is out uh those two guys i'm I'm looking at and i don't mind taking a shot at a guy like uh ao or or Derek jones jr but um very very low shots at those guys uh but yeah i think vooch and um kobe white are the two guys i'm I'm looking at the most here how about you yeah i agree um i have levine in my expensive tier uh but I think if if you want to, like you said, he's he's been kind of down lately um, as opposed to what we're used to him seeing. He's been playing very well, don't get me wrong. Um, but I think if it's between him or maybe DeRozan, I would definitely go DeRozan because especially he's a little cheaper um, for the guard. I'm sorry, give me a second here. <laughs> uh, DeRozan's in the forward spot. I'm sorry. If you're just going between the two balls. Um, I would definitely go DeRozan over Levine. I was getting on a rant and I didn't get all my facts straight. Sorry, guys. <laughs> but um, for some value, uh, I had those three same guys. I agree. Kobe White's been tremendous. Um, even when the rest of the team couldn't put offense together, he was there uh, on their last game out. And he scored 13 or more points in the last seven games. And beginning high 20s to mid to high 30s. Um, and he's coming off the bench doing this. So I think he's great value, like you said. And then if I had my choice between AO or Derek Jones Jr., I'd be going AO. Um, I know you're trying, you were mentioned to stay away from both of them. Uh, but if I had a pick, I would be, like I said, be picking AO. He's about 300 more uh, at 36, where Derek Jones Jr. is about 33. Um, and I think if this game gets to be garbage time, uh, if the Bulls do pull away, uh, I look for AO to have a solid set line. Uh, he played 30 minutes against Washington and got 18 points and five rebounds uh, and with four assists as well. So I think if he could get back to 30 points again or 30 minutes again, I'm sorry, I think he could have another 15, 18 points, a similar stat line. Right. I like it. Before we go on to the next game, I want everybody to know that we have a brand new daily sports uh, fantasy partner here at Sports Ethos, and that is Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ETHOS when you're signing up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit. And the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. It is fantastic. Uh, if you like betting props, there's no better prop maker to our game to play it is fantastic uh do check them out they are great 
All right, let's jump on over to the next game of the night. We have the Golden State Warriors taking on the Memphis Grizzlies, tipping off at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a 218.5 game total. The Warriors are two-point road favorites. On the injury report, we have Draymond Green, James Wiseman out, Dylan Brooks out, Yes Pond, Stephen Adams, Gary Payton Jr., or Gary Payton the second, and Otto Porter Jr., uh, all out. For this one, I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking for uh, on the Warrior side of the ball? Uh, I will. I'm going to be looking at Jordan Poole at 5,200. Um, he scored in double digits in five out of his last six, game, six games that he played in. Um, and I think with Clayback, I'm sorry, with Clayback, he had 24 minutes in the last game, and he still scored 14 points and had a couple rebounds and a couple assists. Uh, so I think he could still get his minutes even with Clay coming back and them ramping him up to where he should be playing uh, most of his minutes in Clay. But I think Poole will definitely be a good good value at five two. Um, and then I'm looking at Damian Lee. He's three thousand. He's thirty seven hundred. Uh, he had thirty minutes in the last game out and scored twelve points with five rebounds and three assists. And I think with him being at thirty seven hundred, that I would take a look at him. Um, like I said, with Poole, I would obviously see how many minutes he he plays with Clay back. Um, but I think he could get some full game minutes, and I think he'll have some value with us. But who are you looking at? Yeah, and without Porter Jr. and Peyton Jr., there's some extra minutes. And without uh, Draymond in here, there's some extra minutes to go around. Uh, they're going to need a new starting power forward. That's probably going to be Juan Toscano-Anderson at bare minimum 3K. Um, so that's who I'll, that's a guy that I'm looking at just JTA. I think he's going to have to start Otto Porter jr. Probably draws a start, um, with this, <clears throat> but without Draymond there and, or Porter jr. Uh, he probably draws it. I don't think they're going to start the game with pool Thompson Wiggins, um, Curry, and then Looney. So that could possibly be it, but I don't think they'll start that small. Uh, <clears throat> we'll see if, if Jaron Jackson jr. Draws a start at center, uh, and Steven Adams stays out and they don't go big, then that could possibly be another lineup. Um, I do like Poole, like you mentioned, at 5-2. I really like him in a six-man role. He's going to be running the offense off the bench. and going to be really solid. And they're not going to rush Clay out there for more than 25 minutes, I can imagine, in his second game back in over two years. So um, Poole, JTA, I'm, I'm keeping an eye on. Maybe Kaminga draws the start, but I don't think they'll throw him right into the, the lion's den uh, right now with everybody or Clay coming back. Uh, Kevin Looney is a guy I'm looking at. He's their one true big man on the team at 4-8. Uh, he had a really solid game in the last one. I don't expect a repeat performance, but he's the only big center they have, and they're going against quite a few guys like Brandon Clark, possibly Adams back, uh, possibly Tillman back, Jaron Jackson Jr. That's a lot of size that they need. Kevin Looney is the only one that's there, and Bielitsa if you want to count him as a uh, a big guy. But... um. Yeah, that's where I'm probably looking at. I like your pool call. Uh, and then I'm looking at the the front court options and seeing who gets to start and how they actually throw out their starting lineup. All right, now we're going to jump on over to the Memphis side of the ball. Uh, Dylan Brooks being out is big. We see Desmond Bain is just really solid, and his role is secure here um, without Dylan Brooks. At 6,500, I still think that's solid value. Even in this matchup, that's really solid value. Uh, so I'm going to look there. I don't have to spend crazy amount for Jaw or, or a bigger amount for John and Triple J. Uh, Desmond Bain's been great himself. 
and I think that's just a, a solid price tag. Uh, Brandon Clark comes to mind if Sam <laughs> I keep saying Sam Adams like the bear. Steven Adams is out. That's a, <laughs> a solid price tag. But um, if he's also out, Kyle Anderson probably gets a start again here. Um, I, I do like me some slow-mo at 5K. I think that's very solid. And then uh, DeAnthony Melton. He should get, get those extra minutes without Dylan Brooks there. All three of the guys I mentioned, Bain, Anderson, Melton, are all in line for extra minutes here uh, and extra shot attempts and whatnot. And, and those three guys I really like in this rotation, especially if Golden State goes small, um, they'll be more inclined to play like Melton extra minutes there and, and Kyle Anderson more at the four and possibly the five. Uh, so those are the guys that I'm looking at the most. How about you? Yeah, I I also have Desmond Bain, uh, Brendan Clark. Um, like I said, I think Bain, he's good for his value at 6,500. There's price tag at 6,500. Um, especially because he played great against both LA teams. I know the Clippers are a little shorthanded, but he still scored 23 points against both of them. Um, and then, like I said, I'll be looking at Brandon Clark at 5,100. Um, I think he can get about 20, 25 minutes and have a low end double, double on my opinion. And then I'm, I'm tentatively looking in triple J's way. Uh, he's a little expensive at 7,100. But he's been playing pretty good lately, um, and he's gotten close to 30 minutes in the last two games and has scored 26 and 21 points in each of those games. So I think if he could get 30 minutes in this one, I think he'll he'll be worth a look um, if you want to try to get someone in his price tag. I like it. All right, let's jump on over to the last game at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and then we have the late game. Uh, but this one is the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the New Orleans Pelicans. We have a 228 game total, which is the highest of the night, and the Wolves are two-and-a-half-point road favorites. On the injury report, we have um, Patrick Beverly, questionable, Leandro Balmero out, Kyra Lewis, Didi Lazauda, Zion Williamson all out, and... We are good to go. We have nobody on the front end of a back-to-back here. Uh, so I'll throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking at on this uh, the Wolves side of the ball? Yep. Um, I'm only really looking at two guys. Uh, Anthony Edwards, he's at 7-9. Uh, but since he came back from the COVID protocols, he scored 20 or more points in the last four out of five of those games. Um, he has also was close to a triple-double against OKC, posting 24 points with six rebounds and seven assists. Uh, so again... I would look in his way. Um, I don't think he's a must insert in your lineups, but definitely keep him in mind. Um, and then I'm looking at Jared Vanderbilt. He's at 6,200. And he was close to posting his first ever 20, 20 points and 20 rebounds in their last game out. Um, 20 and 20, I should say, because he had 21 points and 19 rebounds. Um, I don't think he could do that again tonight, but I look for him to try. And be close at least. Maybe have 10, 15 points and maybe 12 rebounds. Um, so I think he's some good value at 6-2. But what are you, who are you looking at? Yeah, I like that. Um, yeah, I like I like Vanderbilt too. This is a solid matchup for him. Uh, he's been really good. Rebounding the ball just in general all year, he has been fantastic about um, on that. Uh, he's averaging over nine rebounds a game. And... A lot of that in the beginning of the year, he wasn't really getting those full full minutes there. So uh, this guy is a rebounding monster. I don't expect another 20 points out of him. That's where he doesn't do too much damage is scoring. But when he scores the basketball, his upside is evident because he's rebounding. He's getting a lot of stocks. Um, he's averaging two steals or, well, not two steals. He's averaging uh, 
over two steals and blocks a game. That's what I meant to say, which is crazy. Not and two stocks. Like, yeah, I, I'm messing up. I'm the words are, are not coming <laughs> to me here, but two stocks a game. With that said, um, I like him. I think Russell is still in a solid spot. The guy's been playing really well. Uh, he's now ahead of Edwards on the uh, price pecking order, but he's playing great. His assist numbers are are fantastic. Four of the last five games, he has double-digit assists. Um, and then t- those last two, he has over 20 actual points. So he's been playing really great. This matchup doesn't scare me in the least bit. Uh, we'll probably see Josh Hart a lot on Anthony Edwards, and Josh Hart's their best defender. Uh, so it frees up a lot of uh, Graham and other people to to guard um to guard Russell here, and I really like that. So I'm going to go a lot to Russell. I like Vanderbilt, like you mentioned. Uh, that's probably it for for where I'm staying here. Uh, Towns is in a solid spot too, um, but if I have the money at center, I'm, I'm going to spend up for another guy in a, in a different game that we'll get to. But I'll jump on over to the Pelican side of the ball. I mentioned Josh Hart. He should be back for this one. He didn't play in Toronto. Uh, they didn't exactly say why. It was something about he wasn't couldn't travel there or he was uh contact tracing and he was a close contact mm-hmm. so he didn't travel over um but six three for him i i think that's a solid price tag he didn't really play great in the last game uh four of ten from the field you know he didn't have his customary rebounds he didn't have any stocks uh and only two assists i expect those numbers to change drastically he's been a very solid playmaker and he's one of the best rebounding guards in basketball with mid-teen plus points uh so i like that that there J-Val's in a decent spot at 8-5. Don't think I'll go there, though. Uh, but I am looking outside of Josh Hart. I'm looking at um, Herb Jones at 5-1. I think he's just been playing really solid. Uh, he doesn't always bring the fantasy value or huge ceiling, but he does a lot of dirty work, and I really like that. And I think this is the matchup that he'll um, play very solid in. So I think uh, those those two guys I'm looking at the most is Hart and, and Jones. How about you? Man, it's like you're stealing my notes over here. <laughs> I have those two same guys. Honestly, I have Josh Hart and, and I have Herbert Jones as well. Um, yeah, I mean, you can't you can't go wrong with these two. Jones at 51, he scored 5100. He scored double digits um, in the last couple games. He has 13 points in the last two games he has played. Uh, so I think he's a good play in this one for sure. Right, I like it. All right, let's jump on over to the last game of the night. We have the Denver Nuggets taking on the Los Angeles Clippers at 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have a 218 game total, which is the lowest of the night by a half a point. And the Nuggets are two and a half point home or road favorites. I'm sorry. Um, and then we have on the injury report, Will Barton just entered the health and safety protocols. He is out. Uh, Vlatko, Vlatko Kankar, P.J. Dozier, Marcus Howard, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., Paul George, Isaiah Hartenstein, Luke Kennard, Kawhi Leonard, Jason Preston, Justice Winslow, all out. Um, I will throw it over to you, my friend. What are you looking for on this Denver side of the ball? Um, I'm looking at really two guys, Jeff Green, 3,500. He has scored 18 points and 16 points in each of the last two games. And he had a couple rebounds and assists. I think it was was literally like one or two uh, rebounds and assists. (laughs) But I mean, I think for 3,500, He's definitely a great value play for tonight. Um, and then I'm looking at Austin Rivers, 4,100. Uh, he had over 30 minutes in, la- in his last game and scored 22 points with five rebounds. So I look for him to try to do that again tonight, just as long as he gets in the 25 to 30 minute range. But who are you looking at? 
Yeah, so I'm going to start with the big guy, Jokic, 12K. Really love him here. Um, he played. They played against the Clippers, and Keith's brother, Marcus, uh, not too long ago, I think the day after Christmas they played, uh, he played 38 minutes. Jokic put up 26 points, 22 rebounds, 8 assists, had 73.5 fantasy points. Um, yeah, he's going to have to do that again. And without Will Barton now, who is the number two option, He's just going to be the offense. I don't know if he'll get eight assists again because he doesn't have that many people to pass to right now. But I love Jokic in this matchup uh, against a small Clipper team. They have Ibaka. I think uh, Zubats is back now. He, I don't know how he's not fully fully ramped up. He just came back a couple, like a game or two ago. Um, but he can take advantage of that matchup a lot, both of those guys. And Marcus Morris if he's playing center. Um, yeah, and then I'm looking with without Barton now out of the lineup. Aaron Gordon, Market, uh, Monte Morris, Austin Rivers all become a little bit appealing to me. Uh, even Bones, who who's one of the best scorers of those guys, but I probably won't go there. Um, Aaron Gordon at 4-9 is a solid value. He becomes the number two option on the team now. I know he's been playing very, very poorly, and that means uh, he's not going to have much ownership. And uh, I think the matchup is solid for him. There's a lot of forwards and versatile players on the Clippers. Um, so he should be playing 35 minutes in this one plus in a lot of multiple positions, and get more double-digit shot attempts, which he doesn't often get. Uh, so I really like him under 5K. Same with Monte Morris, 4-7. He has a starting job back. Uh, he needs to pick up the offense without Will Barton there as well, and I think that's a solid price tag for him. We know he can go off at, at certain points. And Austin Rivers, never one sh- to shy away from shooting. Might draw the start in this one. Uh, he did play, as you mentioned, 32 minutes in the last one. Dropped 22 actual points. Um, but he might start in this one without Will Barton. They need someone to take over that starting shooting guard spot unless they start Kempaz at point guard and put Morris at shooting guard. We'll see. Uh, but Austin Rivers, 4,100 is is a solid shot for me to take at. All right, I'll jump on over to the other side of the ball. I'm not in love with most of these guys. Um, Reggie Jackson at 5'8 is one that I would look at. He really, for some reason, the last two games didn't play a lot. Um only 47 combined minutes. He did shoot uh, the last three games he shot. He's made exactly five shots in 14, 15, and 16 attempts. So he's pretty much five of 15 from the field in in the last three games on average, which isn't great. Uh, but he has some, the potential to do some damage in here. Uh, with what we'll see a lot of really small guard lineups in in Denver with uh, Rivers, Compaza, Morris, Bones. A lot of those guys are going to have to play a lot. So um, Reggie Jackson will fit in as a smaller guard here. So I like him at 5'8". Um, Nick Batum at 4'3". With everybody out, he's back. He's healthy. Uh, he played 30 minutes in the last one. Did pretty solid. So I'm looking at him as well. At only 4'3", that's a very, very cheap price tag. Um, and Marcus Morris. He might be fired up playing against uh, Jokic in, in this one. He didn't play the last time these guys faced faced off and the, uh, the only time these guys faced off so we'll see if he's pissed off about his brother uh, like he said and he's been really solid outside of last game uh, two games before that over 40 fantasy points so he has some upside here as well so i might take a shot at him but um that's just for the narrative how about you my friend yeah i again i have those the same two guys reggie jackson and marcus morris um i would be looking at jackson's side uh like you said at 5800 um he scored 15 points in 10 out of the last 12 games. So there were a couple games where he had a, a down down game of shooting, of scoring. 
Um, but I think with uh, PG out again um, and Reggie Jackson really putting a load on his back, uh, I think he's he's worth a look at 5,800. I mean, I had Marcus Morris, Marcus Morris again too, uh, 6,700, 20 points in the last five games, and he's gotten high 20s to mid 30s in minutes. So I think again, he could be one of those guys that the Clippers could lean on for tonight. Right, I like it. All right, man, that does it for our six game slate. Uh, now everybody's favorite. Let's jump into your favorite player tiers. Uh, how about your favorite expensive play of the night? Yep, I uh, I mentioned it earlier. I, I hinted at it earlier. Uh, I have Zach Levine, but like I said, I wouldn't look. I wouldn't be uh, worried to look in Demar Derozan's way. Um, so either one of those two, they're both in an expensive tier list. Uh, you can't really go wrong with those two tonight. Yeah, I like it. Um, and I'm looking right at the top at at Jokic for obvious reasons. Uh, but I'll go someone cheaper as well. I'll go right at the beer. Minimum of our expensive tier at 8K. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, I think he's in a fantastic matchup, and he's been playing great. I think another double-double is in store for him. Um, and and you can get both of those guys. But I will ask you now, what is your favorite mid-tier play of the night? Yeah, um, I don't want to go two bulls in a row. I am very <laughs> excited. We we don't really cover the bulls much on the Tuesday slates. Um, if I were to go with one, I'd definitely hit our boy Kobe White. Uh, but I'm going to really go in depth with Desmond Bain uh, at 6,500. He's played very well, like I said, against both L.A. teams, was scoring 23 points against them both. Um, and I think the Grizzlies will need him tonight against the Warriors. Yeah, I like it. I, I really like Bain there. He's probably uh, my favorite choice over there. I will throw someone else out there. Ooh. Had a burp coming. Had to, had to hold that one in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, will. <laughs> I will throw... Uh, Someone else out there, I really like. Um, <clears throat> I mentioned Josh Hart earlier. I think the matchup is solid at six three. Uh, I love the way this guy is playing versatile, and he literally his last name is the way he plays. He's all heart, and I, I really like that. So I'm going to have a lot of exposure to him as well. Um, but how about your favorite value play of the night? Um, I think I'm going to go with Jeff Green. Uh, he scored 18 points and 16 points in each of the last two games. Actual points. Um, and like I said, he had a couple rebounds, a couple assists. So I think 3,500, he's a great value here. Right, I like it. I'll throw one higher. Um, I really like Trey Lyles at four, nine. Uh, he's just kind of taking the bull by the horns and they're playing the bulls. No pun intended there, but he's kind of <laughs> taking the bull by the horns here in that center position. We'll see if bull bull affects that, but I don't even know if he's going to be ready to play in this one. Um, so I really like him here at 4.9. And a very, very cheap guy, under 4K, I'll throw um, Jay, Jay Crowder in there. Uh, without Cam Johnson, there's extra minutes available for him. Um, I think he could see 30 minutes in this one, and he can bring back some value here with extra shot attempts. All right, buddy. Uh, that does it for our Tuesday slate. Anything you want to say to everybody, the listeners, before we head on out of here? No, I, I'm good. Just good luck tonight and uh, win some money for us, guys. <laughs> All right, I like it. Everybody, good luck, and we will catch you again tomorrow. Have a good night. Peace out, guys.